Welcome to the Feast of the Solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe. You know, on December 31st, in most places around the world, countless numbers of people gather with friends and family and fireworks to say goodbye to the past year and welcome the new year. While clearly not all family and friends gather, and most surely not all fireworks are explosions of celebration. So how is it, and even more importantly, why is it, that many Christian churches celebrate the end of the liturgical year, the Sunday before Advent, with the solemnity of the feast of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the Universe? It certainly is one of the fullest titles of faith celebration in the Christian traditions. And in the Catholic tradition, it is a rather latecomer, if you will, to the liturgical calendar. The world is at war. Bloodletting flows. Systems are collapsing. Governments are dysfunctional. The economy serves primarily the rich. Institutions are in shambles. Poverty runs amok. Violence is a way of life. Disregard for human life and disrespect for human dignity of abides. Destruction of the natural, natural world increases. Pessimism and powerlessness are evidenced everywhere. The rise of Terence is ripe. And you can well finish the litany of lamentations. This description of the world, though, is not the world of 2023, although it certainly could be. No, this describes the state of the world in 1922, when Cardinal Ratti became Pope Pius XI. And in 1925, he oversaw the year of Jubilee in recognition of the 1,600th anniversary of the Council of Nice, which, of course, gave us, among many other gifts, the Nicene Creed in which we state clearly our belief in the presence of a God who continues to create the saving grace of Jesus the Christ and the unending gift of the Spirit who will be with us until the end of time. We celebrate also in that statement of belief that Jesus the Christ was the first fruit of the creation, indicating that we too will follow in that same journey of the Paschal Mystery. As part of the 1925 Jubilee year, Pope Pius XI actually established the solemnity of the Feast of the Christ of King, Christ the King, to remind the faithful that they are and they will be forever uh, thinking that their life here has meaning and their life to come will be based on how they live their life here. In other words, the Feast of Christ the King turned everyone's attention to who they are and whose they are. Fast forward a little bit to 1969 and Pope Paul VI, as he looked at the realities of the world in the late 60s into the early 70s, moved this feast to the last Sunday in the liturgical year and raised it to the solemnity of the feast of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe, King of all. This move brought significant attention to this feast day, and it reminds us to this day that as we end the liturgical year 
and begin to prepare for a new year next week as Advent begins, that we too, like the scriptures remind us, know that the Lord is our shepherd, there is nothing we shall want. That the first fruits of creation are those, in fact, that belong to us. And that in the gospel, the last judgment, if you will, will be between those who lived this faithful life and those who did not. And so why this history of this feast day? Well, it seems that it might be helpful for us to remember the context in which this feast day is situated. It is, in fact, a feast day that is a reminder. It's a reminder of how our life has been lived in this past year, and it's a reminder of the new beginning that we make as we begin Advent next week. And so what are we to make of the images of shepherds and sheep and goats and kings? Well, perhaps it is simply no more than this. It's a reminder for us to reflect on how we have lived this past year. Do we live at war within ourselves, between our families and friends and co-workers, among nations on this planet? Do we live in a way that our relationships are really those that are polarized? It's always an us and a them. Humans in relationship to the planet, native citizens in relationship to immigrants, to our country or any other country in the world, political parties, and so forth. And so perhaps as we celebrate this day, it might be helpful to just reflect on what are the qualities of shepherds and kings? And are they qualities that are in our life? Are we in fact compassionate? Are we protective? Are we trustworthy? Are we kind? Are we welcoming? Do we really encounter each other? As the Synod calls us, do we really listen deeply under all of the rhetoric that is so violent and polarizing? Do we really discern what does the gospel call and our baptismal commitment mean to me, to us today, in this year, in 2023? And so I invite us this week as we celebrate this closing of this liturgical year and prepare for the season of Advent, which reminds us that the incarnation happens again and again and again and again, and that the kingdom is always with us and is always yet to come. So I invite us to reflect on our life this past year, perhaps at the end of each day, and certainly at the end of our final day, before we meet God face to face. Don't we all want to hear the words in Matthew's gospel today? Come. Come and enter the place that I have prepared for you. For whatever you did to the least 
of my brothers and sisters you did to me. Happy feast day. Blessed Advent. May it be so.